The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. Brought to you by Portage Family Foods, Portage at Ferry, and Dakota Family Foods. Dakota at St. Mary's Road. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to The Main Ingredient on this Grey Cup Sunday. Today, we're talking about homes, maybe even your home, and how it can become healthier and more sustainable. What does that even mean? For that answer, I turn to the experts at Duick Builders because they make sustainability and healthy homes easy. Josh Friesen from Duick Builders is my guest today. Josh, welcome to The Main Ingredient. How are you tonight? Thank you. I'm doing well. Very well. How are you, Kevin? I'm excellent. Um, You know what? I, of course, creeped you on Facebook, your company, Duick Builders. I've gone to your site, love building, uh, you know, heard a lot about sustainable building, but I want to know what Duick Builders is and what your, your company is all about. Yeah, we're a, we're a small family owned and operated business. Uh, we do design builds and we specifically focus on uh, sustainability. So whether it's a renovation or a new build, um, we, uh, we like to think we're very good at sustainability and, and green technology. And so that's what, uh, that's the kind of jobs we find our way into and the people looking for that find their way into our, uh, in, into our company. Okay. Sustainable. Maybe we can kind of break down what is a sustainable home. Oh yeah. yeah I, I know yeah, that's, that's and, kind of a general question, but I'm sure a lot of people you know are wondering, okay, so a sustainable home, like what does that mean? Yeah. And that's the beauty. Like to me, that's what I love about like custom sustainable is because sustainable is different to everyone. Like for some people, they say, uh, I want to reduce my carbon footprint. Okay, great. Well then we'll make recommendations to reduce your carbon footprint. Some people say, well, Manitoba hydro's price has been going up. So what can I do in this reno or this new build to, to cut down on my long-term cost of ownership? So we talk sustainable to that. Um, some people say they just want to reuse or recycle as much of their old house as they can. So sustainable is such a, it, it's kind of a catch all phrase, but, uh, in general, the way I, uh, the way I understand it is, is anything that's good for, good for you, good for your community and good for the, uh, the long-term benefit of the, I guess, construction industry. The main focuses would be either to reuse something or to install something that lasts a long time or both. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, the, if you, and, and, and a lot of it's tied into this whole support local movement too. Now with the pandemic, like a lot of it's tied into, can you find a locally made, uh, kitchen cabinet or, or countertop, or can you find locally manufactured appliances or, you know, stuff like that. A lot of it's, uh, a lot of it's local and a lot of it's all about, um, doing business in a way that, that, makes uh that makes a win-win-win for just everyone involved i guess with supply issues going on now that would be something that more people would be asking you questions about right yeah yeah with bc falling into the ocean uh it's it's led to a lot of uh where can we find local where can we find better supply routes and and uh that that's been a big question lately for sure and and to that point uh, a lot more consideration has been given to uh, reusing some of the stuff you already have. Uh, the, the the most sustainable um, product is is the one you can upcycle, use again. Okay, so h- how did that become the main focus of your company? That's a good. That's a million dollar question. I think um, so. So my business partner started the company uh, about fifteen years ago, and uh, yeah, his goal from the start was always, what can I do to do better by the environment, uh, whether that's the environment at large or whether that's the community, that's always been his goal. Um, and so that passion kind of has caught on and, and it's something I've become very excited about too. And, and 
I mean, there's always in, in the sustainable home building front, there's always new technology. There's always new avenues you can pursue. Um, and, and so it's just a really exciting to be able to do new stuff, to do exciting stuff, to use new technology, new ideas. And, and to really, uh, for me, it's, it's exciting to be able to push the envelope of, of, uh, making sustainability commonplace, not, you know, not just the one in a hundred passive houses, but, but making sustainability something that everyone can do in their next reno or their next build. Okay, so this is a food show, so we're going to talk about a few things that can make a kitchen sustainable. And um, one of the things, we'll start with kitchen counters. Obviously, many many people look for granite or quartz, but you mentioned there are other options people can look at. Yeah, yeah. So what we've what we've done um, actually in the in the rental we just finished in Wildwood, uh, we actually ordered um, off of well ordered off of Kijiji. Uh, the customer found some countertops she really liked off Kijiji, so we ordered them there, and then we had our carpenter. Um, hang, cut, hang on, cut, hang, cut on hang on, hang on, hang on. I just got to cut you off there for one second. So yeah. somebody you're doing their home, they find something on Kijiji that they want to purchase, and you purchase it. And now that's what you're going to use in their home. Yeah. And now that's what we work with. Yeah. Yeah. So we get, we get our carpenter uh, cuts it down to the size we need and sands it and stains it and, and makes it like new uh, for use in their house. That is Um, awesome. I never heard of that before. It's fun to see new products get a new life. A lot of, yeah, a lot of what we do is, uh, is trying to find ways to incorporate these kind of upcycled products. So whether it's, you know, you've owned a house for, uh, you've owned a hundred year old house for 25 years and it's time to tear it down and build new and we reuse your barn doors and your flooring and stuff like that. Or whether it's, uh, reusing cabinets from Kijiji or countertops from Kijiji. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's always a, there's always a price with refinishing some of those things, Mm -hmm. but, but it's something that gets us excited. Yeah, man. I think that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, you're actually, I have a lot of, well, not like a lot of stuff, but you know, stuff from the old, uh, products from renovations that now I'm going to actually look at with new eyes because you just said that. Let's talk about energy star appliances. You see this on many different types of appliances. So what does that mean and why do we want it? Yeah. So energy star is, it's, uh, it's a rating that's given to measure how efficient the appliance operates. So oftentimes there'll be a scale from least efficient to most efficient and energy star will plunk that specific appliances, uh, I guess, energy efficiency, uh, cost of operation. It'll, it'll plunk it somewhere on that line. So generally the more energy efficient a product is, uh, the, the less cost of ownership will be involved with that product. So if your fridge is, on the higher end of the scale of energy efficiency, it, it may cost a little bit more upfront, but by the time you've owned it for its 15 year lifetime, uh, it's probably paid you back just by running off a little less hydro or creating a little less heat that you have to cool in summertime, uh, uh, stuff, stuff like that. That's where energy star, uh, really comes into play. And, and actually a lot of the houses and rentals we do are modeled, for the whole home performance and energy star appliances um gives gives your home a a boost there gives it a a rating boost there as well too how do you know like okay so you you get some energy star appliances how do you know that it's actually saving you money well and that's where 
Um, that's where I defer to the experts. Uh, I, I, I haven't sat down with a, with a multimeter clamped on my fridge plug. <laughs> Why not? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've kind of taken their word for, for the testing they've done. I know it's quite rigorous testing. Um, you know, is, is it a guarantee that your fridge is going to be exactly in that, uh, estimated annual energy cost? No, it's not a guarantee, but, but it'll be pretty close. And, and comparatively, you know, uh, if, if your fridge is, uh, well, let's say for easy numbers, it's a scale of one to 10. If your fridge is an eight and you're looking at another fridge, that's a six. Uh, generally, you can assume that, you know, the, the, the eight fridge is going to per- perform whatever it is, 33 percent better uh, than, than the six fridge. What about LED lighting? There, you know, lighting comes in all shapes and sizes. How much savings can changing your lighting? How can that uh, save you money? Yeah, that's something we really push. Uh, it's it's a cost savings for sure. It's a lifetime savings. Like LED bulbs are going to last 10 times as long as your typical incandescent light bulb will. But it's also a comfort thing. Like um, uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've felt that when you stand in front of your bathroom vanity mirror and you got five incandescent bulbs oh, glowing just, at you totally. and it's 40, 45 <laughs> degrees in the bathroom, it's, uh, it's a comfort thing too. <laughs> and, and so we push LED for, for a variety of reasons and, and energy efficiency is one for sure, but, but comfort, I mean, everyone should be able to be comfortable in their home. Um, uh, and, and that's, uh, that's a definite bonus of them too. You're making me laugh about the bathroom lighting. That is so true right they're just blaring in your face and it's like man i'm hot in here um. yeah. yeah i remember i remember a home we built where where we put in incandescent light bulbs in the in the vanity lights um and and it was a, t- a double vanity there and so we had i think it was eight bulbs in the one bathroom oh and God. as soon as you went in that bathroom you just felt and i think it was exactly that house we were just like you know what it's it's just always going to be led like it's you, you you pay a little bit more up front but yeah you replace your bulb you know a tenth as often and and just such a worthwhile experience 100 percent. i love this guy i have so many questions and we'll be back in a minute with josh friesian from do it builders talking about home health and sustainability the main ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. The main ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. Brought to you by Portage Family Foods, Portage at Ferry, and Dakota Family Foods, Dakota at St. Mary's Road. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Josh Friesen from Duick Builders is my guest today. Last segment we talked about LED lights, Energy Star appliances, and repurposing things you already have. And now we are talking flooring. There's no there's no bigger way or better way to change the look of a room and the feel of a room than flooring. So are durability and longevity the main things that um, make a certain type of flooring more sustainable than others? Th- th- that's a big part of it. Like, Oftentimes, uh, the carbon footprints of products is such that if you can double the lifespan, you know, it, you, you're going to be ahead no matter what the carbon footprint of the individual flooring is. Um, so what we, I mean, 
and in kitchens, obviously, there's a little bit more at play because there's a lot of wet, you know, water issues that you run into. Um, where where hardwoods, while they're while they have a, you know, they're considered a carbon sink because during the lifetime of the tree that you harvest your hardwood from, it's it's sequestering carbon and it's taking carbon out of the atmosphere. So they're generally considered um, a carbon sink. Um, but, but then there's, there's the question of, well, how often are you going to, uh, make sure that you wipe up your water spills right away? How often are you going to, uh, maintain it? How often are you going to stain it or seal it? Um, so that's part of it. That's part of the equation. Something like bamboo, uh, we've done some bamboo floors too, where it's a little more resistant to water and, and bamboo of course grows so fast that it's such a renewable resource. Um, so there's, there's so many options there. It really depends on kind of what you're looking for, but yeah, in general, if you can find a local product or if you can find a more natural product, that's probably the lower carbon footprint. Um, and, and then if you look at vinyls or ceramics, that's maybe the longer lasting one. So it's a bit of a toss up there. Uh, and, and that's where, you know, what does sustainability mean to you is, is the question we often ask people. What does it mean to you in your kitchen? What do you got in your kitchen? The man who makes sustainability for everybody else. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, for, for me, I, I got vinyl. I got vinyl plank. Uh, it's low maintenance. I have three kids. Uh, we're going to have a dog in the house again. Uh, it's durable. Uh, it, it lasts a long time. Is it vinyl click plank or vinyl glue down plank? Vinyl glue down. So if if the dog skids over one plank and I got to replace it, it's a pretty easy remove it and uh, replace it. Got it. Um, is there such thing as sustainable kitchen sinks? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, I, man, good question. Other than, I guess you'd factor in recyclability, how, you know, some sinks are obviously easier to recycle than others. Um, there's not really like there's energy star for appliances. I don't, I'm not aware of any energy star for kitchen sink, uh, type product. Um, but again, we often recommend, well, if you can consider reusing or upcycling or, you know, like uh, Habitat for Humanity has the restore where, where oftentimes they find sinks that for whatever reason have found their way to the restore. And, and if you can give them a second life, that's often more sustainable than, than ordering a brand new sink. For sure. Okay, so let's talk about options that you can um, get the most out of your small space if you have a smaller kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and that's a lot of it. Like sustainability, a lot of sustainability, like if you want to really go all out, a lot of sustainability is trying to make do with less. So instead of building a 1,600-square-foot house with a you know 400-square-foot kitchen area, uh, if, if you can reclaim your your smaller areas, that's that's a huge advantage. And so when you look at smaller areas well how are you going to maximize your space instead of having um you know a, a cabinet where it's hard to reach the spices in the back maybe you put in a lazy susan or maybe you put uh drawers in your tall pantry um and that too is is customized to everyone because for someone like uh someone like me who's six foot one well i can reach into the cabinets above the fridge i can find that extra storage space up there um, if, if you're maybe five foot three, well, you know, maybe that space isn't there. Maybe you need a few more lower cabinets. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a stepping stool. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, what about the thing that somebody, people don't usually notice unless it's really, you know, chipped up and gross. What about paint? 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing we're very picky on. Um, our painters uh, use zero VOC paints. And so we use water-based, latex-based paints. Um, it's it's easier on the environment. There's less volatile organic compounds or, or VOCs that it off-gasses into your home. You're breathing healthier air. Um, paint, paint to us is a is a huge area where you can make healthier choices. I mean, it doesn't maybe get the quite the respect that, you know, re reduce, reuse, recycle gets. Um, I mean, that being said, there are, there are uh, cabinet makers like Springfield woodworking. They actually recycle a lot of their paint there. Uh, they boil it down and they, and they use it again. Like it's incredible what wow. they're doing there in their plant. Um, and so there are, there are ways to do that on, you know, especially on larger scales. Uh, that, that being said too, if you have, if you have a half can of paint, rather than throwing it in the dump, there are recycling depots at your four recycling spots in Winnipeg that you can take it to. Okay. So I don't know whether, you know, you, you get asked this question a lot, but, um, you know, when, when you're talking about recyclable product, uh, sorry, sustainable kitchen products or any products for the home at all, the first thing people think it's got to be super expensive. And ever, of course, everybody doesn't have an infinite amount of cash. So how does one source a sustainable kitchen on a budget? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, and that's where um, the house we did at Wildwood was a great example. Uh, we reused uh, cabinetry. So, so the I guess the situation there was we had a client who who had a house they were moving into, um, and and they're going to tear down their old house and rebuild there. So instead of just tearing everything down in their old house. They were able to take the cabinets from their old house and bring them over to the to the temporary house, and we were able to build a kitchen out of their old cabinets and oh, paint them and stuff like that. So you know, there's you're saving that material cost, that labor cost for putting it together. Yeah, you know what? You're going to spend a couple bucks on sanding down the old cabinets and repainting them and and putting them together and salvaging them. Yeah, you'll spend a couple bucks there, but you know, sometimes you can save a couple bucks, and especially if you're willing to do some of the labor yourself. I mean, maybe now I'm talking myself out of a job here. But, <laughs> but I was going to ask willing... that too. I was going to ask that because I'm sure a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of the stuff that is being done, maybe people can do for themselves. But you know, obviously, are they asking? You know, you're running a business, but are they asking you questions that you're answering? And then again, yeah, you're talking yourself out of a job in some areas. Is that is that, is that the case sometimes? <laughs> well, I mean. Um... Yes and no. I mean, we're very passionate about sustainability. So at the end of the day, uh, to me, sure, if I don't if I don't get a job, but I but I help someone find a way to reuse their kitchen cabinets, I I call that a win. Um, yeah, maybe maybe in in uh, in a year where we don't have much work, I'd like to do the work for them. But but in general, uh, if we if we can have good conversations and if we can. Uh, excite people about sustainability uh to us that's that's a major win um and you know you know if so, someone's calling you it means they, they usually don't want to do the work like i understand there's a lot of people that want to do the work but on the flip side there's just as many people who either cannot or do not want to do it so I'm, I, I doubt you're ever going to run out of work you know what i'm saying yeah totally totally and that's and that's exactly it um, there's, and there's, there's a spectrum. There's some people who are great with all the power tools and can do 90% of the rental, but they need help, you know, with whatever it is, maybe the drawings or the permits or, uh, and, and then, you know, that's probably the more uncommon, uh, call we get. And then the more common one is the person who's, you know, I really want to reuse my flooring, so I'm going to rip it all out, but I really don't want to put it in. Can you install it for me, right? Like, that's the more common one where we're able to work together as a team, and we have a lot of fun 
uh, finding ways to recycle and upcycle uh, products. It seems, you know, it just seems like such a different approach to a, a builder. You know what I mean? Usually it's the builder doing everything or suggesting whatever. You it, you kind of seem like nothing's off the table. You can either do as much or as little as you want. We can do it all. Here's some suggestions. You found this. We can install that. You want some of your old house? It's kind of a uh, a lot more options for people to use, you know, when they're, when they're decide they want to do a building project of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. And we often like, we bill ourselves as the design build firm. So we can, we can take care of absolutely everything from uh, sitting down and designing the whole place, start to finish to all the building, all the permits, all the finishing, everything we can take care of all of that. Um, so really what we look for is ways to make win-win, uh, situations. So, you know, if, if that's, if that's doing the design and then doing all the framing and handing it over, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's all on a project by project basis. It's a different approach. I like it. Um, obviously people are going to, going to want to contact you guys. So maybe you can let them know how they do. So website, phone number, email, whatever you want to give. Yeah, yeah. So we have we have a website that's got a fairly good blog on a lot of topics regarding sustainability and what you can do in your house. And that would be uh, builders.com. Duick is D-U-E-C-K. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or just reach out and say, hey, I want to have a chat. And, and to do that, you would just email us at info at builders.com. Or they can stalk you like I did and send you a message on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're always open to stalkers. Always. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Henry, Joshua, Dylan, Friesen, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much for the conversation. It's It's been a blast. Duick Builders is their website. Josh Friesen is his name, and I think you should give him a call. Back with more Main Ingredient in a minute. The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB.